welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. It's not everyone who can climb from the depths of a lake and still be in over their heads. For as little time as you mortals have in this world, one would think you'd be better prepared. But the time for planning has passed, and the time for action is now. Even those who are not accustomed to being in danger must find a way to take a stand. You stand on the frozen Lake Moggin, having successfully freed Bizkara. There is a 20-foot-wide hole in the lake from where you emerged with the green dragon. The edge of the hole is particularly slick. Darvin, you have an unknown halfling woman recovering on your back. Yeah. Across the hole, mounted on the bone thief, is Gosrin, the god of monstrosities. He has been waiting for you. A light snow begins to fall as the wind begins to pick up. Vizcaro spreads his wings and leaps into the air, only to come crashing back down to the ice. He snarls a quick string of draconic swears before turning his attention first to you, and then to Gosrin. Ulwan's hands are still glowing red from the heat of the sun orb, which has since been deactivated. He stands in defense of Earl Earl. Samudio and Sniffins rush to your side, hoping to organize some sort of plan. What do you do? You good question. I, I turn immediately to the dragon, and, um... Oh, why do I say this without sounding like a jerk? Um, <laughs> so what I really want to say is, hey, it looks like you're not going anywhere. Want to help us fight this guy? Um, but I want to be nicer than that. So, I say, Viscara. He turns to you. We help to free you from the ice. Help us def- de- defeat this guy. <laughs> um, now... Please help us in our fight. There you go. That's what That's I want to say. <laughs> you sound a little unsure there. Are you sure you want to defeat him? Maybe you just want to <laughs> hug it out. No, I'm kidding. Um, you can go ahead and roll Persuasion. It's fairly low. It's a 23. It's been a long time since I've been in a real fight, but I'll see if I still can help out. Thank you. Uh, Aranus or Vale? What are you doing, Wall? Or, sorry, not Aranus. I was like, wait a minute, didn't I just do that thing? No, Aris, you didn't. You imagined it in your head. You're like, I'm going to do this. I think it's going to be really cool. The dragon's going to be like me. He's going to be my new best friend. And We're going to go out on bard adventures. He's going to sing backup. It's going to be great. Um, no. <gasps> that sounds sweet. Can we make that happen? If you want to try, I'm not going to stop you. Uh, sorry. Darvin and Vale. While Aris is talking to Vizcara, what are you doing? I want to reach into the boot for a healing potion and down that shit. Oh, that's smart. Sure. Sweet. Are you tossing one to anybody else? Uh, I'll reach in and I'll grab one for myself and I'll toss one to Darwin because I know he needs it. Do you need one? Thank you. Uh, yes, but I already took my action. I already did my thing. <laughs> I got nine. I doubled my health. <laughs> I got seven. 
So as you're all drinking, chatting with the dragon, you can see across the hole and across the ice, Gothstrom has sent his sentinels out in a very wide fan. As they start to form a very rough perimeter along the edge, I think let's go ahead and roll initiative, because I, I need to have Gothstrom do things. Darvin. 22. Arnas. 20. Vale. Ocho. Oh. Joe. <laughs> Not the slowest, but there's going to be a lot of people going before you. All right. couple of things first. Since everybody is on top of a frozen lake made entirely of ice, it will be considered difficult terrain. The five feet immediately surrounding the 20-foot hole is extremely slippery, and you will need to make a deck save just to not fall down. Got it. Fall down on your butt, not fall into the hole. Okay. That's if you really, really fail. So anytime you move, you have to make a deck save? No, no, no. Um, Difficult terrain just means you're at half speed, so that way you don't fall down. But the edge around the hole is extra slippery, since that's right by where you were melting everything. That's where people were climbing out, and maybe it's a little loose. So it's a deck save just to uh, not fall down. Okay, got it. So, Darvin, you can see the sentinels fanning out across the lake near the perimeter. It sure looks like the Bone Thief and Gosrun are on the move. What do you want to do? How far away are they? They are on the other side of the hole. All right. So, Which is 20 feet. Uh, it's 20 feet, but nobody's really right at the edge anymore. So it's, at, it's like 40 feet away, but across a giant hole in the ice. I'm just wondering if I should start taking ranged shots. What are you doing with that halfling woman? Yeah, well, I need to take her off my back and set her down somewhere. Can we do that first? Yeah, I guess that's what I'm doing this turn. Find a safe-ish spot for her where hopefully she won't, you know, freeze to death. Well, it's all very, very cold up here on top of this frozen lake. But you can put her 10, 15 feet behind everybody else, and maybe she won't be the first thing attacked. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. You set her down, and you can hear, like, her breathing is starting to even out a little bit. She still looks like crap. Arnis. Okay. How far away is Gosrun and the Bone Thief? Are they? About 40 feet across the hole. 40 feet. Thank you. I'm sure you already said that, and I missed it. Two minutes ago. Yep. That's about <laughs> me. Um, and the Sentinids have, like, fanned out. Yes, they're oh, starting okay. to fan out along the edge of the lake. They okay. haven't fully been able to surround it yet because it's a big lake. Okay. Oh, I guess I could heal myself since you guys just <clears> healed. <throat> yeah. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Ooh. What level? Would you just roll a d8 for me? Awesome. Crap, everything I roll for you is really good. Awesome. So, um, I'm going to get 12 hit points back. You do a little self-healing. Feel a little bit better. Muscles start to loosen up a little. Feel a little bit more ready for this fight. So it's at this point that Gossrim stands directly on the back of the Bone Thief. And you can all see him transform into what looks like a giant griffin but with the head of a vulture. And he starts to fly with the bone thief in his talons and begins to move across the hole, about 30 feet up. It's flying in your direction. Ulwan, whose hands are still quite red, he just stands in front of Earl Earl, ready to defend. Earl Earl draws his rapier and pulls a flask out from his pocket. Which brings us to Vale. The... Bird bone thief thing is 30 feet from us? Uh, the bone thief in the claws of Gosrum is about 30 feet up, maybe halfway across the hole. So 30 feet is definitely farther than the 20 ish feet horizontally. But yeah, 30 feet. And how close is the nearest sentinel? Very far away. 
they are not a threat at this moment. Your crossbow only has a short range of it's a 30? Hand crossbow. So it's natural range is 30. And you can range 30. Is 100 and something. It's 30 feet up. You can hit him. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking on a We're not doing balls. Pythagorean theorem okay. here. Come on, dog. Bark. bark. Give <laughs> No. <laughs> I am not over here. No, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Easiest theorem. It's the Pythagorean theorem. All right, cool. Then I mean, gonna, it's easy to understand. Then I'm going to try and shoot him. See if maybe I can get him to drop the bone thief or. Wait, wait. Who are you shooting? I'm shooting the bone thief. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not shooting the guy. Take the bone thief out first. 23 to hit. Okay, and you hear a slight little plink as it hits him. Go ahead and roll your damage. I hope that hits him. 7 damage. Okay. And you can hear a growl in the wind after you hit it. <clears throat> then, uh, oh, hey, look, it's the Bone Thief's turn. But he's in the sky right now and is quite unable to do much of anything until he is on the ground near you guys. So he's not going to be doing anything else. Sam and Sniffins. Uh, yeah, Sam's just hiding out behind the three of you for the moment with Sniffins at his side. And then that brings us to Vizcara, the dragon who will move very carefully along the ice, and mm, which side is going to be on? He'll be to your right. Darvin, Gosserim is approaching with the Bone Thief. What um, do you do? I'm also going to shoot an arrow at the Bone Thief. Shoot. 20? Yeah. Nice Max roll. damage, 10 damage. And you hear a thud as it hits somewhere on the Bone Thief in the dark. And another growl comes across the wind. Arnis. I don't think he's going to be here very soon. Uh, I would like to viciously knock him. What do you shout? I shout at him that I didn't think it was possible that he could get even uglier than before. Nice. Aww. Solid insult. <laughs> You're a meanie. Wisdom saving. A wisdom saving throw. It's an 18. He's body positive. And at this point, Gosrim swoops down low with the bone thief and drops him in the middle of everybody. Okay. Everybody make a dexterity saving throw. <gasps> Dex So you don't get landed uh, upon. Dex save. We're going to roll a tonight. Darvin. 15. Arnis. 14. Vale. 11. Darvin saves. Yeah, that's about right. He's a little bit better on the ice. Those monk instincts. He will quickly jump out. Fortunately... For our bard and changeling friends, not quite so much. Because he swooped low. This isn't falling from great height. He didn't want to hurt his buddy. Uh, so you'll both take four bludgeoning damage. Like, he doesn't crush you under his weight, but as he lands, just kind of charges into you, and you are smacked with a giant body. He body checks you. So now he is right there in the middle of all three of you. As Gosram circles overhead, brings us to Ulan who's going to rush forward as best as he can on the ice and uh, draw both of his swords. Yeah, that's, that's what he's going to do. He reaches behind him, reaches low, pulls him out, sword in each hand. He's good to go. Or we'll move up a little bit, but not quite as far as Olwan. Uh, he's perfectly content to let his uh, armor buddy be the shield. Which brings us to Vale. Uh, is Olwan within range of the uh, of Thief? Why? You're going to do something to Olwan? No, I'm going to do something bone thief. I don't know if I have sneak attack. Oh, well, you'd have it from Arnis there. Oh. He doesn't get pushed cool. away. Uh, then I will draw my rapier. 
And I will attempt to stick Get him. You thrust forward at the bone thief. That's a crit fail. And then I am going to attempt with the hidden blade as my bonus action. 18. Okay. You step forward to thrust with your rapier, but you slip on the ice and it just kind of down into the ground. But as you're stumbling forward, you reach out with your hidden dagger and land a good hit. That's heartening. 21 damage. Awesome. It is now the Bone Thief's turn. And somebody has just stabbed him. So he does not have to make a hard choice. The Bone Thief turns to Vale. Giant mouth opens. You see the bone-plated tongues in his mouth as he leans in to bite you. 14. Yes! Yay! His mouth stops just in front of you. Sam and Sniffins. Sam does not have a ranged weapon. So... He is going to... He's going to move over closer to Olwan. He's going to edge closer. So that brings us to the dragon. Oh, he's a tall boy. He can reach over to your heads. Uh, yeah, he's going to reach down above you and try to bite onto the bone thief. Nice. And his teeth just scrape along the bone plating and appear to not have any effect whatsoever. He licked him. Uh, I'm not going to say what happened with his tongue. So dark. I'm going to move over to where Bale is and attack the Bone Thief. Right. Ten. Uh, your short sword swings wild in the air as you miss. Second sword. Oh, dear. Hey, I crit failed. <laughs> oh, my God. This is not going well for us. No, it really is No, it's isn't. not. You're slipping on the ice. That earlier confidence, um, you're going to take a bonus action attack? Yes, unarmed? if I can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Depending on how bad I'm slipping. <laughs> no, you're not slipping down on your ass. Okay. Twelve. No. That's After it. rolling out of the way from his initial landing, you are scrambling to get up and be effective. Nothing seems to work. Arnis. I want to attempt to viciously mock him again. Okay. Wisdom, Ace. Yes. Oh, no, that's not going to happen this time. He rolled a four. Yay! Uh, bonuses aside, that's going to fail. He takes four psychic damage and has disadvantage on his next turn. Yay! <laughs> okay. You're able to get inside of his head this time, and his tongues flail about wildly instead of screaming in pain. Gosrin's turn. He's going to swoop down into the hole, and you can hear as his claws like latch on to huge chunks of ice. Olan's going to bring both his swords up at the same time, try to cut across the side of this bone thief, and one of those is going to hit and then it's Earl's turn, who... Yeah, he's not in the thick of it, so he's not attacking right now. But it is Vale's turn. It's Vale's turn. Vale's going to attack oh. with the uh, rapier first. It's not going to be enough. It's going to be uh, 11. He bounces off painlessly. Dagger, 15. It, too, makes contact with the bone plating and just doesn't seem to penetrate. Bone Thief's turn. He is at disadvantage to hit anybody. Yay! Um, Darwin attacked it, but didn't do any damage, so he doesn't care about Darwin right now. Um, you insulted him, though. His brain. Yeah, he's gonna bite Arnis. Maybe number on the die. Okay, it's at disadvantage, so. Yeah. Ooh, man, you're gonna have a good chance here. Well, the low one is a 12. I'm not gonna use it. 19 to hit. Wouldn't have mattered if I used it or not. Probably. What's your AC? 15. Okay. That would have had to been a high yeah. cutting words. It would have had to be really high. As he bites into you, 
I need to see if you stay awake after this. Oh my god. Uh, 16 damage as he bites onto Arnis. Yeah, I'm still alive. Okay, then. I only then. have three hit points. Which means you get to make a constitution saving throw as you feel both of his tongues burrow into you. God. Don't think you got to experience this sensation the last time. I didn't. So this is new and terrifying. <laughs> oh, crap. You get... I crit failed. This is going to be successful, then. Uh, as he... As his tongue is burrow deep. And let's see, that's 9 and 12. Mm. Let's see, even will be right, odd will be left. Left and left. So, as his tongues bore into you, you can feel on your left side your ulna, which is in your forearm, get drained away, as well as your left femur, which is a pretty important bone this time. For you to be able to stand. You can still stand, but your speed is now halved. Right, meaning it's half of half, right? Because it's difficult terrain. terrain. Yes. It's like your overall speed is 15. I know. But because it's difficult terrain, the most you can move is seven and a half feet. You don't need your legs to play your loot. No, that Ulna might come in handy, though. Uh, for the fingering? Yeah. I'll say you can still play, since you are a practiced musician and bard. If you completely lose one of, like, a whole section of your arm, that'd be different. Or if it was the hand. Mm, you did not lose your hand. That's good. Okay. He's feeling very satisfied having bit Aranus. Uh... Sam's going to rush forward and attack him now. Nice, go Sam. He just saw Arnis get bit. He's not happy. He was ready to be a little bit defensive while nobody was getting hurt. But Oh, he rolls a 19. Nice. Uh, he still has that rapier that he pulled off of one of the dead Earl Earls from Earl. Uh, so he's going to rush in and jab at the Bone Thief for minimum damage. Better than lands zero, which is what we've been doing, so... <laughs> <laughs> the dragon's turn. He's going to reach down and try to bite again. And, oh, wonderful. The dragon just crit on the bone thief. Nice. That's what I wanted to do. Stupid Scott. Stupid, stupid Scott. No, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the best thing you could have possibly done. Yeah. Somehow I don't think so. But I will need, like, all these D10s that I pulled out. Reaches down, bites the bone thief on the back, and you see a small section of the bone plating just get ripped off. And the Bone Thief howls in pain. Oh, he also gets to deal some poison damage. So this car reaches down, bites the Bone Thief. You see acid dripping out of his mouth along its back. The Bone Thief howls out in pain, but is not dead. Darvin. Chat is again. Alright. 26. Yeah, that one's gonna hit. Hey, that's better. 10 damage. When it gets to roll damage, you roll damage well. So I get another sword. Mm-hmm. Right. Can, okay. You got your extra attack. Second sword, 18. It's going to hit. Nice, keep that up. 7 damage. And they punch, 16. That's not going to hit. Okay. You get two real good slices into the bone thief, and after the second one, you can see him kind of huddle back a little bit, and your fist comes up short. Yipe. Still way better than last time. I will take it. That was impressive. Arnis. I'm going to heal myself. It's a good plan. Why don't you go with that level three over there? Leda, thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds level three on myself. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. 
That's excellent. That's two eights and a seven. Nice. So, so you get how much health back? 23, which still doesn't put me at maximum. Wow. <laughs> a bad thing, though. I, I should be biting you more. I don't know what's wrong with me. Stop. Please don't bite me more. I can't do that spell like that again. <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> okay. How about this? At this point, Gosrum flies up from the hole. No. Large chunk of ice in claw. Oh, goody. Dex saves for and everyone. Pretty much. <laughs> Sorry. No. Uh, he's going to not try to hit everybody. Uh, he's just going to have to pick a couple of targets here. So Gosrum swoops overhead, looks down at the battlefield, and decides who to aim this at. It's going to be Vale. Awesome. It's and not letting me use my uncanny dodge. <laughs> is it a saving throw? No, uncanny dodge. It has to be an attack directed at me. Ah, that's true. This is not an attack directed at you. Okay. I'm the Gosrim swoops over Vale and drops this huge chunk of ice. Make a dexterity saving throw. 19. Okay, you will take half. Force two. Uh, Ulwan's turn. He is going to swipe again at the bone thief. And he's going to miss this time. He was a little startled by the dropping ice, and he was not able to refocus his attention back onto the bug thief. Earl is content. Enough. But Vale, your turn. Same thing as last time. I go with the rapier, and then the dagger. Okay. Rapier's going to be a 12. That will miss. Dagger's going to be an 18. That's going to hit. 16. 16? It is now the bone thief's turn. Good news for you guys. You've taken away over half of his health. What's the bad news? Yeah, he's hearing that there's bad news coming. Bad news. You can see just at the start of his turn, his bone plating grows and stretches out farther down along his body. And he appears to be filled with rage at this point. And he's going to, for his first attack, try to bite fail. Bring it, son. Um, <laughs> tell me the number on the die. Yes, sir. It's a 16 on the die. That's going to hit. Nope. Does the 16 alone already hit? Oh, yeah. Okay. So then the 23 will definitely hit. Oh, yeah. Bye. I'm going to use Uncanny Dodge if it doesn't. Well, no, I, I will use Uncanny Dodge. Yeah. Action, no matter you what. should yeah. use your... That's a thing that you should do right now. That's very low. That is eight. I will take that four. I'm at okay. nine. <laughs> uh, make a constitution saving throw. As you manage to squirm most of your body away, and he clamps down on your arm. Sixteen. And yeah, you're just slippery enough to get out before his tongues can burrow into you. And as you're squirming away, he's going to quickly rotate and try to smack you with his tail. Oh, dick. Just like he did in the last fight. Oh, he actually attacked me on the last fight. No, sorry. Oh, he used his tail in the last actually. fight. I forget who he hit, but he hit somebody with yeah. his tail. Probably yeah. Arnis. It's a 19 oh, that's on the guy. Two. Bye. That's what you said last time, and then uh, I rolled well, like, I can't, I can't the worst damage. Uh, seven. Yeah, I'm two. Yeah. As he catches you in the chest with the large bony lump at the end of his tail. Don't laugh. Don't laugh because you're getting smacked around with bones. It just sounds dirty. I'm getting boned over here, people. <laughs> We're boned. Well, it's a welcome change from Aranus, who's getting deboned. Yeah. <sighs> uh, let's see. So who's after the bone thief? Sam! 
who is still going to be able to make contact with the Bone Thief and deal some damage. Not bad damage. Not bad. Which brings us down to the dragon. Keep debating whether or not he wants to use his breath attack. It would hurt all of us. Yeah, you were nice to him. And you did persuade him, so he's not going to use his breath attack. He's going to try to fight him again. No, that was a three on the die. And he snaps down. I guess he isn't trying to hurt you guys, so he's purposely avoiding you. And uh-huh. Those safety measures, it's not working out. At this point, you can all very quickly notice that, yes, there are sentinels pretty much all the way around you at this point. Still a good 70 feet away, at least. But you are in a nice little ring. Which brings us back to the top with Darwin. The Sentinid ring? Are mm-hmm. they closing in? Okay. It does look like they are. Uh, they have slowly started to move in a little bit. Okay, just checking. I'm going to attack the Bone Thief again. Solid plan. 24? Yeah. Darwin's on fire. Except that first turn. Six damage. Okay. First unarmed. 19. That's going to hit. Eight damage. Mm-hmm. And last unarmed. 18? Uh, no. Thanks to his extra-grown bone plating, you managed to hit him, but all of that force just kind of reverberates back up your arm. Ouch. Did his AC actually just go up? Uh, yeah, his AC went up Got at the it. start Got of his it. last turn when he grew more. Got <laughs> it. That is it. Okay. After Darvin, we have RNS. I'm going to use Cure Wounds at a level 2. Oh, I'm sorry. That was not as good. 11. Uh, okay. Gosrim's turn. And he's going to take this moment to call down to the Bone Thief and basically give him a, a pep talk. A little godly inspiration for his creation. He's not interfering directly with the fight. Except for that ice. That was a little bit... Except for that like, giant chunk of ice. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry. He is interfering directly with the fight, just not by attacking himself. Ulan uh, slashes again at the height of the Bone Thief. Does incredibly well. 17 and 19 on his dice. Y'all should roll more like Olan. Earl is... Yeah, he's continuing to chill. He's he's feeling very safe and protected at this point. Uh, vale, what would you like to do? Same thing I do every night, Pinky. Try to take Rapier's gonna be at 12. Not that one. Dagger's gonna be at 26. Yeah, that dagger will hit. 14 damage. <laughs> and you managed to get a pretty decent dagger blow in there. You got right in between a couple of his bone plates... Shove that in pretty good. Growls very loudly in pain and immediately turns to you to bite you. Ugh. He's going to go ahead and use that godly inspiration right now. Tell me that I'm going to die. 15. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, 22. Yeah, I'm sorry. But you can still use Uncanny Dodge. Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, that's 12 damage as he bites into you. I'll take that half. I'm a 7. And make a constitution saving throw. 17 on the die. Yeah. Don't know what it is about that uncanny dog, but he just can't get a tongue into you. Dirty. That sounds very bad. <gasps> gross. <laughs> Sorry, he can't tongue you. No, wait, no, that's also gross. Grosser. <laughs> just can't lick it. Sorry. And you're able to pull away fast enough to not lose any more bones. <laughs> so now he's going to swing at you with his tail. Way the tail. Yeah, it's a whale of a tail. Well, that was Arnis. <gasps> he did have a whale tail. Uh, that's another 15 on the die, Arnis. Yeah, I, can't, I can't do anything about that. Anyway. Okay. How much you got left? Seven. <laughs> Ooh, that's gonna be real hard not to knock you out right now. Yeah, I think it's much. Yeah, that's 17. Yep, I'm out. The bone thief whirls around, 
smacks Vale right in the face with the end of his tail, and Vale just goes sliding across the ice, unconscious. Oh, crap. How far are you going? I'm like five feet. Okay. <laughs> it was um, just flavor. You have the bag with all the health potions in it. I'm just reminding you of that. Oh, uh, shit. I'm going to heal Vale. So. Uh, well, it's not your turn, so. I know, I'm just, yeah. <gasps> So there's a trigger that I've had in place for some time now. Oh, God. Finally going to go off. So Vale has just been smacked around, thrown onto the ice. It's now unconscious on death's doorstep. Sam sees this, and he is very scared and very worried. He and Sniffins rush to Vale's side, and he looks up at everybody and says, I'm sorry. You can see a slight glow come from Sniffins' tag as Sam presses their foreheads together, and there's a poof, and snow swirls around that area. Okay. You cannot see them. What the hell? What? What? What the damn hell? <laughs> well, that's a thing. Just there's a cloud of snow now right next to Vale. Dragon sees this. I don't know what he's going to think of this. What does Vizcarra think about very weird thing that just happened? He's very confused by it and just, like, leans down and starts sniffing around the area, trying to figure out what the damn hell. As Arnis would put it. Darvin. Attack the bone thief. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go help Vale. I'll do as my bardy friend says. We still, like, we still have a fight on our hands, no matter what. That's a ten. No. Oh, no. Distracted by whatever the hell Sam just did, your first swing is wild. First unarmed. Oh, wait. Forgot, I get a second sword. Not two unarmed. Two swords. 24? Yes, that's it. That is better. Five damage. Okay. And now the punch. 23. Dang. Yeah, Darwin. Seven damage. Okay. And that's it. You cut into the bone thief with your first swipe. Uh, your second one is wild. You follow it up with a quick punch right to the side of its head, and he starts getting real woozy. Bone thief is just barely able to stay on its feet at this moment. Arnis. I move close enough to Veil to be able to touch them. Can I do that? With your leg, and with the ice. Were you guys next to each other before? Yeah. Okay. The cloud of snow is in between you and Vale. What do you do? Uh, can I still see Vale? Uh, you can see an arm on the ice sticking out from behind this little cloud of snow. Okay, then I cast Healing Word as my bonus action. <laughs> and I don't try to move over there. I just I cast Healing Word at the arm. Okay. That I well, yeah, see. yeah. You can still see. You only have to see part of Vale okay. for this to work. Then that's that's what I want to do. Okay. You do so, and you heal Vale for how much? Seven. All right. Vale, your eyes flutter open, and there's a thick cloud of snow blocking your vision to uh, most of the Bone Thief and the rest of the party. Can I, since I didn't move, can I swipe at the Bone Thief with my dagger? Sure, why not? <laughs> Use Vision Mockground. Oh, It'll be two magic in a oh. same turn, though, wouldn't it's, it? Well, it's a cantrip. Oh, okay. So, yeah, then I'll do that instead. Okay. You cast it's just mockery. Uh, he fails. Yay! Hey. He takes one point of psychic damage. <laughs> Poked him in. But he has disadvantage on his next turn, and that's kind of the important part. That is that is important. Mm-hmm. That is, that's the part we care about. Uh, let's see here. What is old one going to do? Yeah. Sure, he'll keep attacking. Unfortunately, it's not going to hit. Old one's got his head half turned back to Vale, just to make, see what's going on. Isn't able to land a good strike. Uh, Earl Earl continues to be content with his place in life. <laughs> vale, you're on your back. Um, I get up. I'm surrounded in some sort of blizzard. You're not surrounded. It's in front of you. It's in between you and the bone thief. 
much movement would it take to go around the blizzard? It's not a blizzard. It's a little well, snow a cloud. cloud of snow. How much movement would it take to go around it and get to the bone thief? You got 15 feet left? Uh, yeah, I get 15 feet. Yeah, you can make it. Cool. Then I'm going to do that and go attack the bone thief. Uh, first, as you move adjacent to this snow cloud, give me a dexterity saving throw. 15. Yes. You maneuver around this little snow cloud and get to the bone thief. I attack the bone thief. First. Go for it. With my sword, which doesn't seem to want to hit today. No, that three on the die. With my dagger, mm-hmm. is going to be a 22. That's going to hit. 18. You stab the bone thief just behind its front leg. A nice little crease there in its plating. And drive it in deep, uh, and it falls down to its knees. No longer able to keep itself completely upright. Uh, and you can all see the bone starting to slowly encroach over its face. Like a mask, almost. Or a helmet. Whoa. And as the bone plating grows over its face, it no longer has enough room to open its mouth to bite. So it's just going to swing around and try to smack Dale with its tail again. Sweet! Did it already have its disadvantage turn? Does he just turn? Cool. So the bone thief with the vicious mockery still ringing in its head swipes at Vale again. Well, the low on that's a three. Yay! I don't know if you want to use your cutting words. I really don't. No. <laughs> And as the bone thief spins around in, in an attempt to hit Vale, it still can't get itself back up on its feet. It ends up just kind of spinning in place. And now, its turn's done. So since the last round, the Vale has been beaten, knocked unconscious, raised back up. People have been stabbing at the bone thief. Sam and Sniffins rushed over to Vale and did something, creating this little snow cloud. And it's at this moment that you can all see this much larger, furrier creature hop out of the snow cloud and leap onto the bone thief's back. Darvin, you've seen him before. It takes a moment, but you recognize this as that very large beast that attacked Biggs and his gang way back in Medullary Hill. I remember. Oh, that we thought was like a werewolf. Yeah. Well, it's instead a dog and not a wolf. You remember this. And he leaps onto the bone thief's back and puts his hands under the bone thief's chin and just lifts it up, <gasps> kind of opening him up for attack. Nice. Uh, Darvin. Oh, this, this is the dragon's turn. He, the dragon is super confused right now. <laughs> what the hell? But Darvin, you've got a wide open shot at this creature's underbelly. I will take it. You have advantage. Nice. Ooh, 19. That one hits. Five damage. And I roll your next attack. Still with advantage? Yeah. Twenty-six. Yes. Six damage. And your first cut up the center of the Bone Thieves leaves this huge red line, and the second one just opens him up, and guts and small chunks of bone start to pour out. Nice! As he slumps down onto the ice, and Sam... Sam? <laughs> leaps off of its back as steam rises up from the ice, and... As the bone thief is lying in the ice, it begins to naturally curl up in position, and the bone plating just completely encapsulated, encapsulated, wraps around it like an egg. Damn. Gosrim continues to circle overhead. The sentinels have begun their steady march inward. Ah, Hey, Arnis, and I point to the bone pile. Any of those look familiar? <laughs> Somebody kick the roly poly ball thing into the pit. Oh, that's okay. It's about the size of a bear. The dragon probably could do it. Yeah. 
What do you guys do? Or I guess we could push, like pushing a car. Um, are we out of initiative right now? For the moment. What do we have left healing potion wise? Because I could use one. We're oh, yeah. in trouble here. We have five healing potions and one potion of greater healing. What are you at, helpless? Seven. Use the potion of greater healing. 44 plus four. Sweet. 14. Okay. Bale takes a drink of a strong potion. Darvin or Arnis, what do you want to do? Should I take a potion until I'm down to 15? How much magic do you have? I have one level one, one level two, so. Yeah, I should probably take, take a potion. potion. Yeah. Thank you. So that's five. I'm up to 20. Nice. Arnis, what are you doing? What am I doing? What should I be doing? Um, I don't know. I feel like I should try to be rolling this bone thief into the thing. Except I can't. <clears throat> Stupid missing femur. And here's the question. Do I want to use my last level two spell slot to get my femur back? You, you can post it here and you can attack from range. But, okay. Then, no, I won't. I'll stay here. Okay. Hang out attack from range. Because I'd rather not use it. I'd rather have it for healing. So are you just not doing anything? Hey, Viscara. Do you think you'd be up for kind of pushing this bone thingy into the pit? Just knocking it in there. You want to roll some persuasion? Seventeen. Artist persuades. Maybe. I'll give it a shot. Reaches down with his snout. Just kind of like pushes it with his nose a little bit. Uh, and it just spins in place. <laughs> like an egg. I tried. Okay. Well, he did try. Just didn't work out. <laughs> and the sentinids continue to move in. They are now about 50 feet away from you in every direction. What do you guys do? How many of them are there? It would be difficult to count. There are that many. Dragon can't fly. can't really leave. Unless I heal my foot and we try to just barrel through. Just like you heal it and we book it and take out a couple sentinels to get through the, the sentinel gate. Yeah, that might that might be the way to go. Dragon can't fly. What's this beast thing we've got with us? This clearly like well, amalgam of Sam and Sniffins, maybe. You and uh, you and Darwin saw that happen. I don't know what Vale thinks about sudden wear dog. Not worried about it if it's not attacking us. I'm kind of in a you know. I'm gonna call it Sniffins. No, oh, please don't. I'll correct you after the fight, but please don't in the meantime. <laughs> I mean, really, it's... I see three possibilities. We jump back down the hole. Terrible yeah, idea. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> we book it the way we came, right? And try to just punch a hole in their line with dragon and, like, I don't know, were sniffins. But then we're being chased away. down the mountain by yeah. an army of sentiments. We could use that. The, sounds like just as bad of an option as standing and fighting in, in my book. Well, okay. yeah, but all down the mountain, there's also a whole bunch of giants. Or we attempt to negotiate with. Evil or we dude. challenge him to a direct combat and tell him to keep his keep his sentinels out of it. You feeling healthy enough to fight a god right now? Well, I mean, do you want to fight one creature, a hundred creatures, and that one creature? <sighs> What's Darwin thinking? Darwin's trying to think of something. She just the what? Do you think that Sam Sniffins would be considered a monstrosity and be able to pray to this god? Oh yeah, I highly doubt that's going to help us. If anything, he's just going to take control over him. Oh, it was a thought. 
It was an interesting thought. I'm trying to go outside the box here, people. What were you going to say? Sorry. I'm trying to think of a way to use the sun organ to, like, melt holes or something to make the sun in is either fall in or, like, just have much more difficult time moving towards us. I wish we could trick them into all falling into the hole, but I don't know right? how to do that because I don't. they don't speak our language. <laughs> They've spoken common before. Yeah, but yeah, was it them talking or the god talking, though? Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. I don't remember this. When did they speak common? Uh, when they killed you all. Find our detector. Find our detector. Yeah, I mean, those are... If you want to try and make a run for it, we can do that. I don't see it ending be- any better than making a stand at this point. But... Yeah, I I would tend to agree with you. So what's the plan? Then really the, the option is to try to negotiate into single combat with this god or fight, like... What we can only assume is what 50, 60 sentinels, which we can't fight. Unless they're all babies. No such luck, right? It looks like there's a variety of sizes out there. We can bolt and fight as we encounter. I mean, that's the other option, is to fight on the run. That might be the best way to go. We'll probably fight maybe fewer of them that way. Possible. So either we try to, like, negotiate into single combat with Godman, or... Which is not going to happen. He's never shown to have himself any honor. He really wants us dead, so, like... Well, especially not after we've killed his bone thief, I'm sure. Or at least taken him out of this fight. In which case, then, really, the option is to, is to run. Is that... So we run. Then I have to cast Lesser Restoration on myself, otherwise I can't run. Okay. Do it. Okay. Cast Lesser Restoration. I have to do that. Make a constitution saving throw, as your leg is filled with pain. Um, I got a 17. Arnis is able to push through the pain. There's a lot of adrenaline pumping right now. And he's feeling good to go. Okay, let's go. Because I'm not a monster, or maybe I am. What are you guys doing about the halfling woman? Shit. All right. How'd the dragon pick her up? Ow. Carry her in his mouth. His mouth is filled with acid. That would be a painful idea. Oh, come on. You mean you telling me dragons can't, like, ow, they're young and carry them safely? His young would be protected from the acid. Damn, you just got like... Whoa, you will be... They would be immune, yeah. <laughs> to acid damage. So it wouldn't matter. I mean, asking the dragon is a possibility, but ask in the dragon's Sam, mouth... Ask Sam Nudio. Sam Nudio? Sniff He's not Udio. naked. Sniff Udio. <laughs> to pick up the heifling woman. Or what about uh, Tin Man? Are his hands still too hot to carry her? They seem to no longer be glowing. Yeah, that's or Earl Earl, who's done absolutely nothing. Oh, he's not going to do that. Fuck that guy. Kick him into the pit. Um, well, I mean, he's not a strong man. He, he's not buff like the dragon or Olan is. You could convince him, but, you know, you'll be less effective. Hey, Olwan, you think you could carry the halfling lady? Oh, sure, I guess. Sheaths his sword on his back and very carefully picks her up. Potato sacks her over his shoulder. I think I got her. All right, let's go. Okay, and you all make... Oh, this is <laughs> this is a fun scene. A slowish run. As you begin running across the ice, the sentinels have moved in a little bit closer and... Pretty much in unison, they all stop and tilt up and unleash a wave of needles in your awesome. direction. Make dexterity saving throws, everybody. Darvin. 23. Harness. 19. Vale. 22. Man. Never there was a time to roll high. You guys are good at running away from things. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. So you all manage to weave through most of these as they're falling at your feet and sticking into the ice sticking straight up, uh, but you will get hit with a few just incidentally, so you'll take half damage. 21, so half of 21 is 10. Uh, as you get pierced in the arm, in the back, in the legs, 
and you are approaching the Wall of Sentinels now. They're all firmly secured in the ice, and just, they look anxious, as much as something without a face can look anxious. What do you guys do? Can I yell up to the dragon, Viscara, breath attack? <laughs> Pretty please? I think you have to say it in High Valerian for Taurus. I don't no. speak that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm in Draconic. Draconic. <laughs> I don't speak that either. That's fine, he speaks Talon. He can understand you. We know that. <laughs> As he's quickly scampering across the ice, you hear him agree in Draconic. It's a very positive-sounding grunt and groan, which Vale instantly recognizes as Draconic. The, the Draconic equivalent of, well done. Well done. <laughs> he has not done this in a while. And while anyone familiar with dragons knows that breath attacks usually come out in these nice big gouts of flame, ice, acid, whatever... This comes out more as a spray, like a shotgun. He is not up to his full strength, and this is the most he can muster at this point, as uh, I'm just gonna roll one constitution saving throw for the whole line of sentinels in front of you. They fail. Yay, they fail! As Vizcara is making his way across the ice, his head rears back, and this shotgun of acid out in front of him, and you just see holes pierce through this line of sentinels in front of you, revealing a 15-foot-wide gap in the line. There's our exit. Here we go! <laughs> and you continue moving. Uh, you're able to run over, jump over, maneuver around these dead bodies and the acid well enough. You push your way through the line of sentinels where many of them have fallen down dead, burned to death with acid. And as you make your way across the line, you see the rest of the Sentinids sort of swing around in an effort to get behind you and chase you down the mountain. And you make it to the edge of the lake, where the terrain is once again rocky and steep. What do you do? It's down we go. Keep moving away from Gostrum, not toward, if that wasn't clear. It was implied. It was strongly, <laughs> strongly implied. Alright, well if you're just going to try to make your way down the mountain yourselves... You can give me an athletics check if you want to try to run and climb your way down, or you can give me an acrobatics check if this is really more of just tumbling, leaping from spot to spot, and uh, a lot of fancy footwork to keep yourself from falling as you glide or that, slide down the mountain. That's that. The more, sixteen for that acrobatics. The more Batman thing. I got a nineteen. I got a twenty. <laughs> hey, me. Not a crit, but another 20. What did you get, Vale? 16. Oh, you all did quite well. This car is not going to have a problem with this. He's, whoa, whoa, whoa. His size alone makes this a little bit easier for him. Uh, but Uwan and Earl and Sam. Yeah, we all did well, except for one. Earl and Sam, question mark, uh, <laughs> uh, easily make their way down the steeper part. Uwan, who has this halfling woman with him, is unfortunately going very slow. And you've reached the spot where your wagon and horses are. Oh, hey, we need these back. We could go faster with them. Perhaps. Hop on them and go. Although it would take a couple minutes to get loaded up, right? I say we try to jump in. And yeah. Them. Works for me. Who's driving the wagon? Me. Oh, yeah, because we don't have Sam. <sighs> I've been, I mean, I've been sitting, like, I've been riding hmm. shotgun to Sam. Do you have any vehicle proficiency? Oh, I don't know. 
Um, if you don't know, you probably don't. Let's double check. Well, it's one of those things that almost never comes up. No, doesn't look like it. Anybody else have any vehicle Oh, no. No. Okay. Arnis leaps to the reins. The horses are starting to get very spooked at this. Uh, where's everybody going? Um, I'm going to the back of the last car so I can take pot shots at anything that might try to follow us. All right, Darby. That's smart. I'll do that, too. I got projectiles. Right. It's also good because that middle wagon is still very flattened from oh, yeah. the giants. Earl will just hop on top of that broken mess in the middle wagon. Olan is not there in time. Are you guys waiting for him? Yes. Yeah, we're going to need to. In which case, I need everybody to make another dexterity saving throw as the Sentinids unleash another wave of needles. I crit. 21. Did you, did you roll for me? I will. Oh, well, that's the opposite of crit. Uh, that's total going to be a 10. So 10 for Arnis, crit for Vale. Darvin? 21. Arnis, you're focused on getting these horses turned around, so that way you're facing back down the mountain, and you just don't see this coming. Darvin and Vale, you'll take half. Actually, I'm going to drop a die since a bunch of those are Darvin and Vale, you'll take half. Arnis, you're going to take the full brunt of this, just as your back gets acupunctured. Damn. That's another 21. I'm dead. Which Me means Arnis and Vale only take 10. I'm still dead. I'm at one. <laughs> Jesus. I'm dead. I'm at zero. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash DibberMusic. Dibber, spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at dunkdesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Okay. Remember, if you wanted at the plus one, you get a one. First Turn roll, it in. First Turn roll, it in. A body falls past the window. <laughs> Put it down, and you feel like shaky all over. Both your hands wow. immediately peg him as a cogman. So we've known each other for years. One of the knives is missing from a garter hilt because it is being pressed to your throat. Damn. Meanwhile, at least this time you didn't just go and open a door. This <laughs> time it wasn't me. Something I'm so happy. I almost lit myself on fire because hey. I can't roll worth a damn. That is until... Her head snaps up? Yeah. Bitch. Cracks. Turns. Looks down at you. Eyes are really wide and all black.
your services, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. That's much obliged. I need uh, new pair of shoes. So you and took he, money from him, huh? He, he, we talked he, about this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, what the hell is going on here? Your last chance. What's going on? I'm traveling with my niece. We had a... Oh, my God! <laughs> the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast is available at rickstories.com or on iTunes. You can also get it at Stitcher and Google Play.